You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. GMAD. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How are you doing? Good. We're doing good. Yep. Good, good, good. Yep. Good All on. right. Another Hillcrest question. Yes. Divisive topic. Aw. But is it heavy? It's not as heavy as you would think. Okay, okay. Well, I'll get to the front of my chair. There you go. Does climate change fit into God's plan for human existence? Yes. All right. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) So I think more specifically, it's like, is this a... I mean, we see the climate changing. We see the human impact of it. Was that God's plan that God, that that men, humans were going to shape how the climate was going to change? Well, we also need to make note that the climate was changing before man had a big enough footprint to impact it greatly. Right. Because we go back to Genesis and we see the 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 plate, the Teutonic plates changing, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and the fiery change of that, and that wasn't. I mean, there, the human footprint wasn't big enough right to cause that uh we see the flood happening and the human footprint in that situation is actually sin mm-hmm. and so uh to say that climate change is only due to the human footprint the carbon fo- uh, footprint that right. i think it's often talked about uh that man has created that's uh not true at all mm-hmm. because we've got more history than that just in the bible Sure. Let alone anywhere else that there's history. So uh, don't overemphasis the human part of the change in the climate. The second piece is that we're watching uh, subtle changes in the current and forget the fact that we've only kept those, uh, like the uh, temperature, since the uh, Mm mid-1880s. And as far as record keeping and uh, diligent record keeping, right? Uh, in reality, you can go back to the 30s and see a similar pattern to what we're currently going through. Right. So it, it's not not that it hasn't happened before. Yeah. And I think as we think about the Dark Ages and other times in human history, there's actually climatic uh, climatic pieces to that. Yeah. So I don't want to overemphasize the human piece. Right. That God, the the earth is reforming itself and unforming itself and deforming mm-hmm. itself, and uh, probably will continue to do that as right. we look into the Book of Revelation. It really gets pretty bad, yeah, towards yeah. the end, and it doesn't say anything about the human footprint right. in Revelation as far as biblically uh, speaking. So it's taking a human construct and then taking it back to the Bible is what we're doing. Yep. Which has its own set of dangers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Revelation doesn't doesn't say that it's going to be because of. It doesn't say eventually humans will have this amount of impact, and therefore, I'm coming back to right. defeat evil. Now, if there's a political agenda to talk about why we need to do this now, yeah, then that's that's probably more the human part of what we have we have to do this because of this and this and this. And I'd say, so what's informing this, mm-hmm. and where is this coming from, and does that is it a pattern that's 
that totally breaks from the patterns that have happened in the past. Right. And then then we need to set up and take notice. Right. Yeah, I, I see. Um, and this not this isn't even like a you know my skeptic or or conspiracy take on it, but the if everything does move to electric, that's going to be much easier for the government to control the the carbon cost on a big scale compared to if you know with combustions with you know fossil fuels and the conspiracy side or the you know political side of me says you know i don't trust them to be the ones to control that you know i think government's pretty much good at defending us and spending money Mm -hmm. and not necessarily spending it wisely but spending it that's probably what they do the best so to take you know six scientists are going to say how much this region of the country is able to use for you know for their electricity use um throw some red flags for me mm-hmm. but is there anything but the positive side would be the uh the uh, rural water and uh land act whatever 1960s oh, yeah. when when uh the uh, top layers of our topsoil was ended up in the mississippi river yeah. and the farmers became very concerned about that topsoil they went into several layers of conservation mm-hmm. to make sure the topsoil was preserved and to the point that we've got quite a program right. now i mean oh, we're yeah. not plowing it hardly at all anymore and uh the uh very minimal as far as uh number of times you go over the land mm-hmm. between the time the harvest is taken off the land and yeah. the new crop is planted right and, and so those those number of times over i mean we used to plow and then we disc and then we'd harrow and then we do all this and then we plant and yep. then after planted well we do the cultivating and all that mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of uh a lot of gallons of fuel yeah in not very big tractors right it's much different now mm-hmm. but they're much bigger tractors right uh so farmers were able to say hey okay i lost the last 80 uh Two inches of topsoil off my 80 now how do i get it back right and they changed it themselves it right. wasn't so much uh demanded by the government that yeah. they do so the government stepped in and helped at several right. spots but uh it was a concerted effort mm-hmm. and it got a lot done yeah so i would rather us not legislate yeah but educate yeah what i think is so Here's the difference between those two, and just speaking directly for farming. I mean, I know not a lot of people are not farmers out there. Some of you may have relatives that are, but everyone kind of understands the basic idea that everything that goes into your body comes from farm, and a lot of stuff that you wear and consume on a daily basis comes from agriculture. And you know, I didn't really like the whole green movement, the you know, the, the like the carbon tax credits and stuff to begin with. That sounded kind of like a lucrative you know, thing for, and it, it, it is, it can be. Yeah. But there are businesses now that are just set up to just analyze all the data that from a farm, are they can, are they conserving the land, the water, all that stuff and having, and consuming carbon or uh, pollution from the air. So taking it from the air or are they contributing to the mass of pollution in the air via carbon? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Boy, they are rigorous in all these data points. You know, there's thousands of people in this one and a few specific companies that we've worked with in, in the past and, and this year, or technically 2023. Um, 
and they poured over some data. They did one for our farm. Uh, we are very carbon negative on our farm from the practices of cover crops. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a hog farm, so that really helps because we can put all that nitrogen directly back into the soil and we don't have to take it from a really far away. It doesn't have to be, the nitrogen doesn't have to be produced really far away. Right. And we don't till the ground. So like those, those are some of the three big things where it's, and we're not overusing nitrogen. Um, so it's not burning off into the air. Um, so those are like the three big things that are going to keep it that way. And the government, those are what the government's enforcing these regulations. So then those credits can be sold off to another company that's using a lot of carbon, say like airlines and stuff. Mm-hmm. If they were held to like as strict of, you know, rules, uh, for how much pollution they can put out. Oh, none of them would be in business anymore. I was wondering be, about that. Yeah, none of them would be because they're. I think they're probably the number one. But we got to get places quickly, so that's what we're doing. So that's a tricky thing about it. It is. It really is. So what is? Sorry about that tangent, everyone. But we're, so focusing back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some key things that the Bible says as we relate? To, or we think about climate change and our impact on the on the world. God gave us the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is a creation of His, mm-hmm. and our stewardship of it is a reflection of our respect towards Him. Mm-hmm. So we take care of what He's given us. I mean, it's a gift that God's given, and we want to return the gift back. Well, two pieces. We want to use it in such a way it glorifies God, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then the second piece is we want to turn it to the next generation in a, in a healthy way yeah. so they can also use it to glorify God. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. Yeah. So it's generational, but most of all, it's he asked us to take care of it. Yeah. He said subdue it, but... Yeah, that's sort of right. taking care of it. Yeah, because it's it's sort of wild on its own. Yeah, and uh, that's that's part of our worship. Yeah, I agree. I think some uh, key points that I wrote down when I was thinking about this is is four. God is ultimately in control of this, so Scripture is very clear about that. Um, Psalm one fifteen verse three mm-hmm. kind of comes to mind for that. Um, the second one would be God has commanded us not to be afraid do not now be afraid. there's oh, the political part that a lot of people hate about it because boy that gets the most reaction but it's probably repeated in the bible as many times as many other promises how, don't what be don't afraid. be afraid how many don't, be not afraid how many well i think it's probably 300 300 sometimes give me a good number 365 okay. did you see my sheet no you just knew that? All well, right. I so. actually came out on YouTube this last week. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So 306, like none other. There's, there's. It's really widely through the Bible. Yeah. Um, number three would be God has promised that the seasons will continue. So that was after the flood. God made that promise to Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, and number four would be our primary focus should always be on people. Other than God, it should be on the well-being of people. So that says to me, you know, like don't. Don't adopt these policies if it's going to hurt other people. Right. And there's a fine, there's a weird thing in the United States where we see poverty differently than we see it in the other parts of the world, where if someone doesn't have a TV and a home and, a, and a subscriptions and a cell phone, that that is seen as, you know, suffering. 
poverty, um, which isn't necessarily the case. But um, so I got all humans alone are made in God's image and unique. We hold unique status to everything else. So that's where our primary focus should be. Now, that doesn't mean to say we should be as wasteful as we are because right. we, we consume at an unbelievable amount of mm-hmm. products and goods. And True. What would be some good ways to um, reduce that carbon footprint? And maybe you weren't prepared for that part well, of it. But. I think I think we ought to think of our daily activities and stewardship. So uh, our, our need for a latte... Mm-hmm in the middle of the day, which might cost us another dollar, dollar and a half over a regular cup of coffee. Uh, that might be stewardship. The other thing is the three and a half, four miles that we drive to get the latte sure. is, are those miles needed? Hmm. Uh, I, I think if we scrutinize our, our day-to-day activities in such a way and saying, okay, how much do I really need that? Yeah. And how much do I just want that? And it just feels good to have that. Mm-hmm. And that self-indulgence, uh, I think we need to maybe measure. Sure. In in the way that it creates uh, uh, a self-gratification rather sure. than a glorification. Right. And that's tricky to do. It is tricky, really tricky to do, because I do like my coffee. Mm-hmm. And I've got it here, and I bring it from home, and my wife makes it, and it's very good. Yeah. I, I think uh, another good... A good thing is just like see the amount of things that you are consuming, how much is going into that trash can. Um, I know there was a there was a sitcom I watched once where one of the kids was like, um, you know, we need to do better about this. So the school says sent us these trash bags and each one of the member of the family gets a trash bag and whoever has the least amount of trash left in at the end of the week wins a prize or something like that. Ends up like the youngest one was ended up flushing her trash down the toilet <laughs> instead of putting it in the trash bag so then it floods the whole house. Yeah. And uh, nobody was helped by that one. No, no, no. not at all. It was funny, but you, you st- oh man, if you see like how many times you're like, boy, the, I'm putting stuff out to go into the dumpster or, or the garbage truck or if you're in the far- or rural areas, you know, how many, how many times are you burning things? Mm-hmm. Man, the amount of things that come in packaging is crazy how much packaging there is and how much how much well, waste actually goes in true. there. And while, while we're maybe having things come to the house, right. they come to the house in packaging when somebody else's mileage, mm-hmm. but a lot of packaging. Right. And so I could go to my local grocery store and yeah. get my groceries, and, and I bring it. I still got the plastic bags. Right. Unless I take my own. Well, I, mean, I could take my own bags. Do you? One. No, I never do, no. ever. I've got them hanging in the garage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's, so yeah, I know. We've got they're a that close to being, of them. Yeah. They're that close to being ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. It that can be tricky too. Um, um another part of this is um this is a divisive topic. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be multiple points of views on this, and we got an election coming up, and it will be, I think, at least one of the top three topics as far as why people are voting for this person over this person. The reasons that they're going to give, this will be one of the top three. Really? For sure. I'll say top four just in case one another one creeps in. But usually it's it's economy. Um, education is usually in the top ten. Um, defense sometimes gets up there based on what's happening around right. in the world. That one might get up there. 
Um, I mean, abortion's going to be up there too. But given how little we know change. about it, I I wonder why it's one of the driving forces. Yeah. Unless it serves somebody's purpose right. politically. Yeah. Well, I think that it is a very good tool to use for division and fear mm-hmm. because they can say the other person doesn't but want to do that. Therein, therein lies what our biggest our biggest problem. We're looking to divide the United States. There's yep. issues that we bring up to divide the United mm-hmm. States. And at some point in the near future, I'm concerned that if a crisis comes to our nation, we will not be able to build enough unity to stand up against whatever it is that's coming to us. Yeah. If it's war, if it's a, uh, a stri- trial, I mean, you think about the way the... Uh, natural disasters are coming right uh we can't hardly stand up to them yeah because they're coming at such a great rate yeah there's some people that would say because of the spiritual nature of our nation right now there is very little protection for our nation spiritually yeah yeah the division is going to make it a lot easier to defeat for sure i mean that used to be one of the tactics that they used um, back before there weren't guns around even it was right. just to get in there to divide to you know stage a coup and stuff like that divide and conquer um, we see in first Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 I appeal to you brothers and sisters in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there be no divisions among you but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought now that seems like a very lofty lofty goal yeah especially in the case that where the church is today. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, each person can have their own opinion. We, we can't condemn a believer if they believe, you know, in, in climate change or, or, they, or they don't or condemn some or anyone. You know, it's. Well, but there's one thing to have a healthy discussion yeah. on both sides. Right. Because if you come to a discussion with respect, mm-hmm. likely you're going to come up with a resolve right. that somewhere integrates both those points of view and says, okay, this is important, but this is also important, so let's do this. And that's not what's happening. No. No. What's happening is polarization and driving apart. Right. And as long as we let that polarization happen, whether we're Republican, Democrat, uh, Jew or Gentile, whatever it is, as long as we let that polarization happen, it's going to divide our nation. It's going to make us weaker. Mm -hmm. And, And I look at what's happening in politics and I say, get real, guys. Yeah. We're all coming to the same table. Mm-hmm. And this is one nation under God, not five. Right. How are we going to move forward? Yeah. But I, that under God business is even yeah. in that under. I think a good way to look at this topic, and it honestly, it works for every topic in politics that you're going to hear this year, is they want to cause the division between we should t- focus or take care of today's people versus we should take care and focus on tomorrow's people not necessarily tomorrow but the future Mm -hmm. people and there are places where the camaraderie is where both of those things meet right there's where the solution is going to be because we have to take care of today's people so that we can build a structure for tomorrow's people right you can't do one or the other because you're going to have some waste you're going to have some suffering. You're going to miss the ball if you mm-hmm. put all of your focus on one thing. 
And don't let that part divide. If you're just saying, I only care about tomorrow's people, you're missing it. If you're saying we should only focus on today's people, I think you're missing it. There's gotta be a, there's gotta be a overlap of those two ideas into the center. And that's, that's usually the ideas that I try to follow, but that's, yeah. they don't want you to be there because they then don't. you're not, then you're just milk toast. You're not going either way. Right. You're they not donating to their party. Pull you over right. to their side. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're not with us. You're against us. And you don't have to do yeah. that. If you don't agree with me, you're the enemy. Right. And that's just foolishness. Right. I agree. I, I think we can have intelligent conversations that, uh, that can be had in respect. In fact, I enjoy those conversations the most. Right. That uh, uh, help educate me. Mm -hmm. I get more. That's what I want. Right. Right. And uh, believe it or not, I don't know it all. Right. Yeah, I mean, but instead of arguing the facts about it, if you say, hey, it seems like this is kind of the focus where we're dividing on, how would you, mm -hmm. how, how does this fit into you know, your view? And just see where that goes. Yeah. It won't be easy every time, but mm -mm. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. It Maybe is. Maybe you got to step back and build up some respect first and, and then readdress it later if you really want to. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Definitely not at the dinner table at a family meal, though. At the holidays. Yeah. No. Uh -uh. <laughs> well, they're past us, so. Should be yes. safe. Should be safe enough, I guess. This year. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I, I think we've uh, uh, let all this hot air out long enough. <laughs> Don, will you pray for us? Yes. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word, and we thank you for the clarity it brings. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that as we reflect your word into our lives, we would reflect you as well. So guide us, Lord in every aspect of how we have conversations with each other and bring us back to the values that are important to you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Um, we hope you like this episode, and we will see you guys all next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.